have just stepped out of the bus in the area of Schmargendorf. Schmargendorf is a beautiful area just a few minutes outside of Berlin, in the outskirts of the city. The combination here between the parks and the nature and the old apartment buildings are very well thought and it looks beautiful. I am here to see today's guest. Her name is Margaret Rosfeld. Margaret is a former headmaster of a school, but is now retired. But that doesn't stop her from helping organizations and people around the world to pursue change in the educational system worldwide. Margaret invited me to her home for a conversation with her and the former student of hers, Jamila Tressel, that have joined her on many of her speaking gigs around the world to help Margaret communicate the impact that her type of schools are giving the students that attends there. Margaret became a teacher back in 1977, but in 1996 she decided to become a headmaster of a new school because she felt that as a headmaster she could make so much more impact. Her apartment is located in a grand old apartment building. Once you step in, you instantly notice the beautiful high ceiling, the big windows and the many colorful paintings. She has an incredibly cool decoration style, I must say. The apartment gives a really cozy and warm atmosphere and she has a beautiful garden that she spends a lot of time in. Margaret gives me a cup of tea and we sit down to have a little chat. Jamila is running a bit late, so Margaret takes the opportunity to tell me a little bit more about her vision for the educational system. A system that is in radical need of transformation. According to the UNESCO report called Schools for 21st Century, they claim that 50% of the students in the schools today are not getting the tools to unlock their full potential. A change is desperately needed. Margaret had written books on how she, as a headmaster, have built a school that unlocks the potential for the students and that book had been translated in several languages. Margaret shows me a few of her books that have been translated, so I'm sitting in one of her armchairs and holding one of her books in Polish and one in Slovakian. Super impressive. After a while, Jamila arrives and I'm about to rig the equipment. Jamila just came from a speaking conference in Switzerland, where Margaret also attended. So they are both exhausted from the trip, but happy to do this interview with me. And I am equally as happy. So, Jamila, tell me, what differs Margaret's schools from the old and traditional schools?
growing up, I was I was so inspired by learning, and it was so much fun. And then I came to school, and all of a sudden, I was told what I had to learn and had not to learn at a certain time. And that was something I had to get used to because I was used to just learning whatever I, I loved, you know. And I think that's a process that every child goes through. They they are learning so much when they are little, and all of a sudden there's this, this school and this box you have to fit in. And I grew up having fun in school still because it was supposedly very good until they sent me to an upper secondary school that's called gymnasium in Germany. That's the form of school all the supposedly good students are at um, and should perform as well as possible. And when I was there for one year, it was fifth grade for me, I was 10 years old. I experienced the worst year of my life because it was all about pressure, all about performing and doing things studying from eight in the morning until 10 in the evening it was horrible with 10 years i didn't have a childhood anymore basically so um yeah and it was also a lot of competition you know you always wanted to be better than you are you always i was so disappointed whenever i was graded badly because i thought i could do so much better and i should have to be better and i just wasn't wasn't enjoying learning anymore because it wasn't the learning i focused on it was the grades and the fear that i focused on all of a sudden and Luckily, my parents decided to, they, they saw that I was miserable <laughs> and they decided to, you know, find something else for me that works better. And then I found the school market build up in 2007, I think. And um, that was a completely different experience. It was basically the opposite. And I think what I learned in this horrible year of school was what I didn't want in school. <laughs> so now I knew what I wanted. And uh, that was great because um, I, I found this school because... Um, I was searching, actively searching for a school that works differently than all the normal schools do with this pressure and this competition and this grading and the teachers who are just following a plan without actually getting to know you and without a relationship to the teacher and to learning. But actually, the focus is just wrong in most schools, I think. So I found the school and um, I had a, now a happy time in the school focusing on myself and on my learning and the joy I have in learning and what we do basically is learning very self-responsible and self-organized. So we come to school and decide, if, am I going to do German lessons now or, or mathematics or whatever. Okay, it's that open. It's yeah, that yeah, open. It's, it's, it's very open, especially from year... It, it, our school starts in year seven, so seventh grade, when you're 12, 13 years old. And um, in, in the first three years, you are also learning age-mixed groups, um, learning with um, seventh and eighth and ninth grade all together. So you don't have the ability, you don't have even the possibility to teach frontal. You have to find new ways to teach, right? Mm -hmm. So what our school did is to to um, to create learning labs where you actually come to school in the morning and you decide in which learning lab you're going to learn now. And every learning lab is a different subject, and you go there and there's material you can work with and and learn all the stuff that you learn in normal schools too. But it's a self-responsible way of learning and a self-organized way of learning. You have the chance to collaborate and work with each other because you have age mixed groups who know who are, have different things that they learned already. So if I'm a seventh grader and I have a question, I can easily ask a ninth grader who has already done the topic, and oh, we can okay. start. You know, the, he can explain it to me. He will learn something while explaining. I will learn with listening to him. That's uh, that's a really I think a great system that focuses a lot of collaboration and working together at the same time being self responsible. Yeah. And of course there are teachers, but they have different roles now. They're not the ones bringing the knowledge to you mm -hmm. they are the one who help you and you are the one who 
ask the teacher for the knowledge. That's a completely different different uh, way of uh, seeing a teacher. And also for the teacher, I think it's a greater way actually to have uh, curious children coming to you, wanting something from you, than to you know force them to know something that yeah. they don't even care about right now. Exactly. So yeah, that's and now now I'm you know traveling around a lot of with Margaret, but also on my own or with friends of my school. Trying to help people transform school and giving them inspiration on what we already did differently in our school because so many people are missing the pictures of how school can work differently. So we are really pe- there to inspire people. And you know, there are so many different types of children. Every child is different, yeah. but there's only one or two school forms. That's just not the yeah. way it could be. Yeah. There has to be a school form that everyone fits in and everyone likes. You know, yeah. everyone can develop. And not only the supposedly good students or the uh, students with special needs. You don't have to have a separate school for students with special needs. You just can put all the different students with the different abilities together and they can all collaborate and and focus on their strengths and say, okay, I have this strength, you have this strength, let's collaborate and work together. And if you you build school like ours does, I think, to to focus on that and and to support that, you know, working together, um, then you can have a system where every child is really welcome, every child can develop, every child can work in and has fun learning because it's learning how to be self-responsible and focus on the learning and not on the grades. Not You know why you learn. And I, I, that's I think the most important thing I learned in my school is I started to know why I'm actually there. And that was a great motivation. I started yeah. to know that I'm learning for myself. I'm not learning for my parents. I'm not learning for my grades. I'm learning for my life. And that's a different focus that has so much more energy and so much more motivation for me yeah. to, to, to go there every day and learn something. Yeah. And I think that's, um, I, uh, yeah, I'm feeling very privileged and very lucky that I had this chance on learn to lear- learn how to learn. Yeah. yeah. Well, that is such a powerful statement, what you said right now with this, you know, understanding that it's not for someone else, it's for you and your own life. It is which is uh, the greatest understanding of what education is all about. It's, it's not to learn for an exam. It's, not to, it, it's, it's about what you bring with you forward in that Definitely. sense. I think it's so interesting. And, and w- you're talking, uh, I have mainly two following up question on this and both can elaborate on that, but the self-responsibility, how, um, and maybe you can answer that, Margaret, as well. How easy is it, is it to tap into that self-responsibility? Because I'm so in awe of 13 year old getting this responsibility and actually taking action mm. but um like what kind of parameters or or uh, do you need to uh, um, rely on in order for that to happen uh and that should be the yeah. first question if you have no other chance you have to learn yeah if you have a teacher who's coming in and tell you what is to do you don't learn and so the environment which is otherwise is the first um, and the second is that as Jamila tells the uh, students are mixed aged and they can decide what they want to do so the teacher has not the same group the next day as the day before okay. and so he cannot say oh what did we yesterday and all the things that is breaking the rules, breaking the patterns. Okay. That helps. Uh, and then we have, and that is very important, we have a supporting system mm. for the students. And that is our logbook. 
an hour coaching. Yeah, that's very important. You can yeah, travel. without that, the school. I think what what you're um, yeah focusing on, or what 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 is important to know, is of course there are students thinking, okay, well that's cool. I can now decide, and I decide to do nothing. Yeah, Th that I think that could be have been a thought while listening. Yeah, but actually, no kid is born not wanting to learn no. if you can imagine you know every child learns a language when it's little yeah. by itself exactly. it learns to, to walk by itself it is so interested in learning it's so curious and the the role of school should be to to you know really uh, improve that curiosity and and make sure to meet, meet their needs and and i think that's that's a big thing so what what Mario said too the the ability to choose what you want to do is a great motivator on actually learning And then there's the supporting system of having a tutor, like a coach, a personal coach. One of your two um, class teachers is your tutor who you meet up with regularly, like every week or every two weeks for a little chat for, um, I don't know, 10 to 15 minutes where you actually discuss the learning process. But it's not only about learning, it's also, it's actually about you. And it's uh, the first tutor meeting I had, it was such a great experience because My tutor, I was at the school for for a week then, and my tutor asked me, so Jamila, how are you? And I actually, I don't remember ever ha have been asked that question by a teacher, mm. you know? And for the first time, I felt like, okay, it's really about me. Is he serious? Is that, that, is that <laughs> a serious question? Does he really want to know the answer? Yeah. And But it was really about me and focusing on my needs. What do I need to learn? And I think every child should be... Uh, every student should be so much respected to make sure he has everything he needs to learn the best way he wants to and that is given through the tutor, tutor meetings where you get some coaching for instance if if um, we have this logbook book Margaret mentioned where you write down ev after every lesson what you did for a little like a journal wh where you can it's an organizer basically like a calendar just a little more organized for students so they can actually remember the next day. Oh, what did I do yesterday again? Oh yeah, that's right. I'm going to continue and mark this at uh, this card because I finished last week at this one. So it's really for you to organize. And the, the tutor at the meeting is also, you know, checking the, 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 the things you did. So um, he will notice if you have been not been to math, math lesson for two weeks. And then he will talk to you about it and find a solution with you. Why is it that you don't want to go to math? Yeah. Is it just because you're finished and you're bored? Or is it that you just have some blockades that you, we have to go through together? What is it? What do you need that we can help you? You know, problem solving. That's yeah. what we learned there. That the tutor is not there to solve our problems, but he's the one who can, you know, give us some, some a little push towards um, a solution and, and help us to get there. So I think the tutor system is really what our school is based on because Everyone says learning is only possible through relationships, mm. and that's so true, I think. Mm. But it's not possible in normal schools to build up this rela relationship between teachers and students because the teachers have to rush to a different class every 45 minutes or every 19 minutes, depends on the school system. Mm. But there's no room for this connection, I think, in normal schools because it's all about knowledge. It's all about educating you, but it's not about you know, connecting with you mm. and making sure... Some teachers try, but it's just very hard in this system of normal school. And in our school, we allow, we have two, every week, every teacher has two paid hours to talk to their tutors and to coach them. Mm. And I think uh, that's very important. And I am so, I appreciate my tutors so much. It's so great to check with her and 
Um, she helps me through, through so many things. Not only if school is fine with me, you know, I'm I'm a curious student. I, I don't have any problems with my school stuff. But if I have personal personal st stuff that I want to discuss, if, whether it's family or friends or whatever it is, you can always have a person to rely on in the system. Yeah. And you always know there is someone. If if I'm not doing well for some reason or something, there's always someone I can turn to, always someone I can talk to. Yeah. Super important for the system, for yeah. the school system to work. Yeah. I think the self-organization, not, no, not every child comes to the school knowing exactly how to organize themselves. That's something you have to learn. But it's, it's such an important thing to learn in school. Mm -hmm. And most students leave school without knowing how to organize themselves. Mm -hmm. And it's not their fault. It's, it's the school system that didn't teach them because they always gave them everything and they just had to fill out or tick boxes or whatever. Yeah. They never learned to self-organize. No. Not properly, at least. Um, few, only a few do. But in, in our school system, it's everything is self-organized, so you really have to learn that. And it's great to have some support learning that because it can be a little tricky in the beginning. this you said um, um, that uh, I mean you're retired right now from headmastering and, and uh, running schools like that but you're still working on something called transformational schools yes yes mm -hmm. can you tell us a little um, bit ab um, about your work and what you yeah. actually do yes um, our school has so many visitors every day they are calling can we have a look and they don't believe that uh, <laughs> a school is running without marks, without pressure, and so on, and in age mixed groups. And so I saw that there is a great desire for changing. That many people feel that the old system is at the end, but they don't know what to do. They need pictures, they need this feeling, and they need supporting. And so I founded an initiative in Germany, it is called Schule im Aufbruch. That means schools in transformation. And the initiative is, uh, I, I found it is with, with Gerald Hüther. Mm -hmm. And um, the initiative um, has the, 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 the goal to uh, empower a movement between schools and to inspire schools, to, to network, to give them material and to support them mm -hmm. and to bring them together and to show them that all, all over Germany there are other schools and parents and children who want to do. Yeah. And this initiative was founded in 2012 in Germany and in 2014 in Austria. I was many times in Austria because they called us to come. I often take uh, students with me and they are speaking as Jamila now is speaking, and they mm -hmm. have a big, heart-touching and inspiring power. Mm -hmm. And um, so it was a um, zufall. Coincidence. Coincidence that, that Austria was in the focus, more than Germany. Mm -hmm. And in Austria, the school at ministry was also inspired from school in transformation. And so... They took all the headmasters, come to Berlin. The headmasters were inspired. We go to Austria. We had a speech in the cinema or something else for the whole community. And then the school inspectors said, now 
who uh, those schools who want to change, we support them. And so a movement in Austria is very strong. And then in Poland came and Ukraine. And so the school and in transformation is spreading all all over the world. No, yeah, well, we are in Bangkok, we're in coming, Korea, yeah. Yeah, in Israel, and so on. Wow. And, uh, and I mean, it was. Um, it uh, I I was a headmaster of a school who was is in development always. Mm -hmm. So my energy was there, mm -hmm. and on the way I run this um, initiative, mm -hmm. and now. I'm, I have time to work very strong on the initiative. Yeah. And that is my, my working now. And there is a big chance now because we have the 17 global goals and global goal number four is quality education. Mm. And quality education uh, is defined as empowering young people to create um, um, justice, ecological, inclusive world, and that means transforming education. And uh, UNESCO set up this paper, the World Action Plan mm -hmm. for Learning Sustainability, yeah. and they say we need a paradigm change, we need a changing mindset, changing, break the patterns, uh, give young people the opportunity to engage, to follow their hearts, yeah. so and give them time so that they can feel what they want to do, yeah. what they are interested in, but also give them the time to take responsibility for themselves, for others, and for the planet. So this, the goal of school in transformation is the same as the UNESCO set up. And in Germany, we now have this national action plan and um, that is a very good uh, a very good um, time mm. because now it, 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 it is a program from the ministers mm. and we can help and we do this in one land very uh, also in one land in Germany in Niedersachsen we work together with the Minister of Education yeah and it, it's more powerful to have the Ministry of Education behind yes. behind you when yes. you do this work um, it's it's nice because they want to transform and mm. we have the experience the how, how the it, can, it can run and so we can work together. Yeah. And um, we, now we are in times, you cannot fight one to the another. We have to build up new, organ, new, new, new forms of uh, working together. Mm. And it's, it's not not about talent competition anymore, I think. Yes, and, and that is now. one one um, Beispiel. Example. Example. One good example. No? Not mm. here are the schools, here are the ministry. Mm. Oh, the ministry want us to do something we don't want. Yeah. Now we go together into the new. Yeah. And that is very exciting. Into the new paradigm. Yes. yes. Yeah. creating a new, yes. new thing together instead of and you know, against each other. And what yeah. is also very nice, you don't know it, uh, Jamila, already. In Niedersachsen, I get an invitation from the students. Students have also a democratic um, gremium. Yeah. 
Gremien, SV. Well, they have the democratic gatherings where they ah, okay. gather yes. together and, and where, where they meet. Every school have a, a speaker for the school mm -hmm. and then they all where they can engage in politics, work together. Okay. And they invited me. They heard mm -hmm. me sp speaking and now they want to, uh, to spend time with me yes. for um, developing ideas, what they can do in mm. this process. That's yeah. a great and thing. Also, yes. Students getting active. It's in, in June, wow, in the okay. Evangelische Akademie Lokum. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. You have to tell me about it. Yeah. Yes, you can. I'm, I'm finishing you school. You can come with me. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> idea. I'm finishing school with school in, in May, so um, I will have all the time after that. Yeah. yeah, and also the parents organization asked me okay. to come. Ah. Parents organization? Yes, we okay. have this. Mm -hmm. yeah. And how, how, is, how is that going? Like when they ask you, what, what do they want to, to know more about? Yeah, they, will, will, they want to be involved in this process yeah. and they want to... Um, they want ideas, I think. ideas how they can inspire or the parents or the yeah. other parents because parents are not so... <laughs> um, sometimes parents stop the process yeah. Yeah. because they don't know the new, they are afraid. Do the students learn enough yeah. in this new system and so on? Yeah. And so it's very uh, important to work with all. Yeah, change well, is scary. It, it is, it is yeah. I think. And also the, the most important thing, I think, for the easy way to change is to have all the parties in, like the children, the teachers, but also the parents. And they are such an important factor, I think. And if we can inspire the parents and make sure they understand why is, is change of education and the system change is so necessarily needed and so overdue, actually. I think if we all understand that and we work together and also politics, of course, but the parents, the teachers and the students all together, we can change so much. And uh, you can see that in our school, our school was founded by parents who thought, I don't want to put my child through normal school. I want something different for my child because I'm seeing all the suffering in school. And I've had uh, most of the parents also experienced the suffering. This is why I think it's so paradox that so many parents who suffered in school still think their children should go to normal schools and succeed there. That's crazy, actually. But that's just the old way of thinking. You know, if you're having a good graduation, a good good um, high school um, graduation certificate or whatever, you will get a good job. I don't think that's the, the the case anymore. I think we have bigger things to focus on, like climate change and all the all the big challenges that, that are ahead of us. And that's what we should be prepared for, not to work in factories like we did 200 years ago. Yeah. That's just not, the school system didn't change, basically. Well, of course, it was digitalization and all that things, but in the core and the, the hidden curriculum, it didn't change over 200 years, but the world changed and it's still changing and so rapidly. And that's why I think sc school change is so necessarily needed. Mm. And yeah, we have to work together to achieve that.